All right. And we are recording. We're not live, but welcome to From A to Z, an Avagachi podcast with Z-Fi, Zombie Shepherd. We got Goobs here with us. We're starting a little late today. Hopefully some more people will come in. I didn't tweet about it till an hour ago, so... Busy day for the both of us. I definitely need to... I don't know. I need to figure out better workflows, man. Like, I am so flying out of the seat of my pants right now. Like, I'm literally... This week is right on the edge. Yes. I'm doing whatever I have to do right now. Like, literally, as it comes. (laughs) Scary place to be, but remind yourself it's temporary. Yep. Busy week. We need my Kalian back. He was our he was our hype, hype train for all this stuff. I miss it's it. It's true. It's true. Man, yeah, it's uh yeah, I am um, I guess Gerlene and I are going to be working on uh our mosaics after this. Matter of fact, she should be here. Where the hell Excellent. is she? Excellent. Let me do that right now then. We can do have there been a lot list set up or do you need to rent one of my gachis to pull that off? Uh I don't think allow I don't know. I don't know. Do you mean like to where I can just work can I white parcel or allow list you? Yeah, that's what that's I was what wondering, wondering too. Like, so it, I guess if you can allow list me, that's fine. But I was wondering, like, so if you, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. I was about to say if you rent me a gachi, if I rent a gachi from you, then I can access your land. But I think you still would have to give me permission. I can put borrower permissions on. Yeah. For the okay, and then I would still be able to use my mosaics on your land. That's something I was I was thinking equip, about yes. earlier. Yes, I can. Okay. Uh, equip tiles is one of the uh, the granular permissions. Okay, and cool. I can leave that on me plus borrowed. Okay, cool. So then, yeah, that's how we can do it if uh, if that works to bet, or I guess what? I, yeah, I guess. The land permit. You still going to use the three parcels you picked out before, or I picked out the D28, D15, D39? I think if you said you got five, we can try to do the five. Because Gurley. Oh, oh I'm glad you said something. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what I was going to paint on tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, well, no. If you're going to do something, go for it, man. Like, all right, all right. I don't even know what Gurley's plan is, but she was like. She's like, yeah, we'll just work on it together. We'll figure it out. Like, I think she has some drawings, but basically we're going to do something like this where we hop in a chat and I'm going to be doing the gotcha verse on the camera and she's going to be like telling me where to place things. You know, that's got to be done by like 10 p.m. or something tonight, right? I think it's 11, it's, right? I don't I know the exact time. But the I think it's midnight Eastern. Yeah. yeah, it's not, not cutting it close or anything. I told right her to have the, the designs done before the first mosaic tile was out of crafting. And this is Oof. how bad she is with timelines. Worse than me. Well, there was a couple <laughs> of weeks without a computer. Cut her a little bit of slack. No, that was a couple of days without a computer. She might have been three what? days without a computer. Oh, my yeah. God. No, we've been working on that feature film, though. So she's been busy. I mean... <sighs> Yeah, that's what I mean by, like, just-in-time kind of crap. Like, I did my music for the films a couple weeks ago, and then I had to submit all of the interstitials so that they could submit it to Slam Dance. And uh, so I go to do it, and then I realize I missed one. 
So there was a whole segment of the film that I hadn't done. And I was Ooh. like, oh, crap. And then also, like, she hasn't given me the intro yet. Actually, you just made, made me realize that I should check my email because I think maybe she did give me the intro, which just means I have more work to do. Because they're telling me... Oh, yeah, she gave me the intro. So they're telling me that I need to have the intro done like ASAP because the weekend is too late. And yikers. So that basically means I guess I have to do intro music tonight when I get done here <laughs> or and the mosaic tiles. This is going to be nuts. Yeah, I'm going right from here to notion training for Hefe. And I'm I've been in call to... all day. Oh, it's been crazy. Uh, oh, man. And I'm supposed to publish today. I'm supposed to publish my next article. Oh, for the writer's today. cohort. Yeah. And I am not going Shouldn't to be it. able to do that. Like, I'm not going to be able to. Uh, I mean, I could go back. I've already written something. It's about, it's almost a thousand words. Um,. But it's like, but I also want to cut an entire paragraph out of it. So it's not actually a thousand words. Um, let me see what this is. 747 words before I take any out. But also I didn't want to publish this article this week because I think that like, I think it's jumping too far ahead. It's so funny. Which article was this week's? Like, what did you have in mind for this week? So the article I wrote last week or this, this last Friday uh, for this week was about basically how artificial intelligence, these tools are really awesome and it's going to optimize for people being able to do things easier, but it's also going to make it, you're also going to in the short term and in the short term, you're going to put creatives out of work. So already like, you know, if we wanted to do our title cards as AI, we could do that. If I want to do, I've already talked about doing album art for my music as AI, as AI art, because um, Gerlaine is just too busy to do right. everything I need. And it's like, AI, I need we're going to rely on it. It's going to be a requirement to do the things that we want to do. Our lives right now, generally, not just you and I, but our lives generally are so much faster and so much more chaotic than they have been in decades right you know what i mean we're going to need ai the same way that we thought we were going to need something like a palm pilot where we got to have our calendar all in here and everything we're going to need ai to be like managing our lives in the background all of the time right we're close but the long so okay so then this is kind of where my article and this is why i think i have to do some in between before i get here so the problem with this whole thing is yeah that's awesome that's great Except for the fact that all of our, the way our financial systems in the entire world are set up is that we, um, um, we are optimizing for profit margin and capital efficiency. So you're not just like, basically, it's not just that illustrators are about to lose their jobs everybody's losing their jobs to automation and robots and AI is actually only going to make that go faster because now that the robots can actually be told things and understand it and like, you know, learn 
it's going to they're going to start teaching each other things um oh yikes you're not wrong i had never considered that they're not going to need people to prompt other machines and it already happens that way because for instance when you use (coughs) when you use like a machine like a machinist machine i forget what you know there's so many different types but i'm not i can't think of an exact i'm not a machinist so i don't know but i know that when you are machining something just like when you want to like 3d print something you can just scan something you can just scan the thing and it will write out the code that tells the device that machines it how to do it so that's already one machine talking to another machine and you call it one device and but add intelligence to that like add it to where this thing can say like the only thing that a person does right there is show it the piece because the person had to know like oh i need this piece but there's already pixis machines that can pick out a piece a, a machine that can pick out a piece and put it on a thing so basically you could have one person from a desk so now you could fire the guy in the shop because somebody from the desk can literally say oh wait i need to make these parts they can type into the computer oh we're gonna need x amount of items such and such and then the machine is gonna pull it off the shelf to be scanned to start remanufacturing or well that's the point is if it's something you've already got it's easy it's already programmed yeah but say it's a you know we need such and such a sprocket but it needs to be exactly one micrometer smaller. So it's going to scan the old one or it's going to take the old model. It's going to micrometer it. Automatically shrink it, make the new print model, print the new part, multiply. So how long before you don't need the guy at the desk? Because some other... just need the guy at the desk to scan all the important parts and then you can fire him too. No, no, I'm saying you don't even need anyone to do the scanning. You just needed the guy to, to like to be analyzing the data to say, oh, we need new parts to type into the machine to tell the, the warehouse to get to work. The warehouse full of no people. Um, it wouldn't right. be long. You just base the you base like automatic emissions of X units of this particular part sent to supplier Y based on historical needs, you know? So my point is when you need that part from somewhere. So when somewhere has a device that's able to actually just order the part online, you actually don't need the guy typing it into the warehouse anymore either. 100%. So now you can you, basically You can be a guy a under a car, hold the part out for your buddy to take a picture of, you know, they take a picture of the part, they call automatically to O'Reilly Auto Parts, and they're shipping shit, but the guy's still under the car. But you're still giving the mechanic a job. My point is, these robots are so smart mm. now, you won't have a mechanic ordering the part. You'll have another robot ordering the part. And vehicles are made so complicated now that you need a robot, because human arms can't bend the way they need to bend to get into the Obviously, compartments they've designed. This is an old argument we've been having since manufacturing began, but now we're sure. inserting artificial intelligence. So my article is not actually about any of these things so much as it's about what is the quality of life that we're optimizing for? Like when we say, when we teach all of these artificial intelligences in these machines that the only thing that matters is efficiency, capital efficiency, and profit margin, and you don't actually teach any of these things about human compassion or what it 
what humans need or anything about humans, you actually optimize yeah. for a future without us. Where yes. and we already don't we yes. already in our minds think that people don't deserve quality of life if they don't work. But there's literally not gonna be any jobs. So what quality this of is life fallout IRL. Right. And and everybody is brainwashed into this this thinking that like you have to work or you're not valuable to society. Like that's the system we were given. That's that's what we were told. You right. Know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the assumption that without jobs, what would people do? We think everybody turns to crime. We think that society falls apart. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's, it's, Instantly, I'm like, I gotta clean my house. I got I got two hours. I gotta clean my house. Dude, if labor set me free, I'm telling you, crime is not the first thing I'm going to be doing. (laughs) Hell no. No. I'm right there with you. It's not. No. (laughs) I have like so many other things I need to do first. (laughs) Yeah. So Uh, anyway. UBI's coming. It's only a matter of time. Just jumping the ju- jumping the whole shark on that article and just going straight from like my last article was about the creator economy. And the, what drove me to this is basically because my next article was supposed to be about digital rights management and intellectual property, which is kind of funny what, how it came up over the weekend because I wrote my article on Friday. Then we had the incident at the hangout on Saturday. And I was like, and that's something that I've actually had discussions with people about in the past, directly following the Artist Summit and the Guild Summit, because IP and Artist IP were very important to both of the summits. Um, So I actually have really strong opinions on that kind of stuff. And I was going to write about that. And then I got sidelined because as I'm writing about drm and researching more and more just to see my main thing being like how are nfts solving digital rights management and how are nfts music nfts specifically solving the problems of the music industry beyond being able to buy an nft directly from an artist because obviously that's the the big takeaway is like you can buy an nft from an artist and you're paying them um but like how do i actually use web3 for ownership of my copyrights and my, my how do I get royalties from an NFT? Um, and that's kind of where like Royal, the company by Blau comes in. Um, anyway, the point I came to was like the creator economy is being the tools that give the creator economy life are being born at the same time as the thing that puts us all out of work. And that gave me the thought of like, why do I That's have deep. to create art to live? This doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't make good art because when you are trying to make something, you're actually just creating a business model. So you might make How art. Well, okay. So when I go to write a song, I'm in it. I'm thinking about writing that song. I'm playing guitar. I'm enjoying it. And then when I go to get it in the production and I go to like, clean it up and package it for the world all i'm doing is creating a marketable product i'm suddenly looking at my song and going well this is too long well this part right here might not sell i need to think of the right album art for this i need to like put this on the right platform i need to tweet about this (laughs) 
I'm not thinking about art anymore. I'm suddenly thinking about your marketing. Business. Yeah. Yep. You're marketing your own art. That kills art. And that's why we have bad art. That's why we have movies that are just remixes of the same movies for the last 30 years. And it's because it's business and they know what sells. And after yep. 60 years of television, we've actually figured out exactly how to optimize for eyeballs. And we've reduced it to TikTok. <laughs> yeah. TikTok and remix. So we're so good at the entertainment game that we've killed art. And I've had this conversation before about how there is no money in entertainment there's, that's not advertising. It literally doesn't exist. Like if it wasn't for advertising, there's no entertainment industry, period. Yeah, because who's paying for the airtime? Who's paying for the staff? Who's paying for all that? Advertisers. Public goods. The only yeah, it and it, it's it's what podcasts are doing. When you're like, we're doing a podcast. How are we going to get money? Sponsors. What do sponsors want? Space on our podcast. Advertisings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there needs to be a different commodity. There has to be like I I think that basic attention token attempted or is still attempting to do that to, to tokenize like the attention bit. But you're right. You're right. Hard to have entertainment sustainably without advertising, and there's got to be a better way. Right. So I guess my thesis is that we're going to move to a future where either people are going to be treated like total garbage because that's the headed we're di the direction we're headed currently, or we're the people who are left. Yeah. Right. Or we're going to have to set people free, in which you will see a golden age of the greatest art we've had in humankind ever. Because you've said, I'd like to think for a second. It will. <laughs> I th I'd like to think that there are enough people with enough resources. We have the internet now. Even if we, even if the internet gets turned off, we've all been exposed to this global connection. We've all experienced way more outside of our little local realms than we normally would. And I think, with just the right push, there's enough people who could actually make that happen. Well, I don't know. Call me, call me an optimist. Call me a. Uh, a hopium addict. I think it's possible. I think, unfortunately, this thought won't reach the higher echelons until they start losing jobs. So it doesn't help poor folks because basically there's going to be, I mean, I don't know. I think we're in for a lot of death over the next decade or two. I think we're going to have a lot of yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, there's two there's two fair ways to look at that. One, we have like the oldest population on the planet. So one way or another, there's gonna be a lot of death in the next two decades, all right? Like there's just too many fucking oh. old people. Um, we're just not doing a great job that's with all natural. the natural that's gonna happen. <laughs> right, right, right. But like yeah, but hey, let's talk that, about Armagachi. There's gonna be a lot of poor people dying. <laughs> we don't wanna talk about that. I don't want to be in the group. I don't want to be advertising it. Talk about Avagachi. <laughs> We're going down the bummer town tracks. Oh man. Talk about a let's talk about an art summit or something. <laughs> I like your article idea and I think it's a it's a very deep, very timely, well, that's why very I'm important not releasing topic. it. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that digital rights management, I think you should. I think you should do an article on that. Like, how can Web3 
empower a creator to capture those things like automatic IP management and automatic royalties. Right. Yeah, it, it's a good I, question. I've good been topic. diving down and, you know, like, because I, I want to release a song this month and I've been diving into it because I'm like, all right, what do I, what should I do? And doing all of my research into Web3, I was like, oh, I should use Web2. That's not the answer you want to come to. That's the answer I came to. And it was terrible. It like, yeah, and sucks. I mean, it, it makes Sorry sense because Web3 is not there yet. But and the main thing is the legal aspect because, yeah. Uh, so the main thing that Web two did for creator for musicians specifically is before Web two, the way to get your song out there was to, um, get signed. And other than that, all you could do was sell cassettes and CDs. You know what I mean? Like you could literally sell your music out of your car, which people like Afro Man got famous doing. It worked. Master P. I mean, Master P yeah. literally was a, was a, you know, his record company was the back of his car. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, Look. you know, and he's a millionaire. That dude made it. So, uh, but Web2, what Web2 did for independent artists is you can actually get distribution without a record label. But that distribution right. comes at a high price. And a low eyeball count. You know, you're, you're, by choosing Web3 today, you're automatically shrinking your potential market size. Too. Well, I mean, no, Web2 is what I oh, mean. Oh. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Web2 gives you the distribution. Basically, you right. can't get on Spotify or Apple without a distributor. And the distributors are not cheap. And, or at least, I mean, I guess it's, it's relative to. Like, if you're making good money, I guess it doesn't matter. But it's also not that way. It depends who you go with, too, because some of these companies will take 15% of your money forever. And 15%... Or Meta, Meta wanting a 30% royalty on all NFT sales. Okay, bye. <laughs> right, and, that's, a, and that's, that's what we're left with right now. Like, Web2 distribution is essentially like, oh, we get to take from the artist directly now. We don't have to like go through the record company to steal from artists. We can just give us your credit card number. <laughs> Yikes. And it and it's like that. It's like you can pay X amount, three hundred dollars a year for unlimited songs with some places, which isn't bad, I guess. But if you only put out a song a year or a song a month, which is like industry standard, at least you have to be putting out at least one song a month to be relevant. As a creator, you have to pay $300 a year for unlimited song submissions to Spotify? Not Spotify, to your distributor, which will get it on Spotify. So that's what I mean is you can't get on Spotify directly or Apple. You have to have someone put you there. That's who you're paying. This, this is why Web3 is existing and, and blossoming. Because why have a middleman? Why, why have that person? If you can interact directly with a code, you can skip that person. I don't. I just don't see it happening anytime soon unless, you know, not to get back into the other stuff, but not until we create AIs that like do these things for us. And that's what I realized in a lot of my research is that like the next step is going to be things like Royal and things that are basically like Web 3 ish or they're Web 3, but they have to play the 
traditional game. And what I mean, so it's not even the Web 2 game. They have to play the traditional game. And the traditional game is BMI, ASCAP, um, and the traditional what they call PROs, which I forget what that stands for. But are these all essentially like middlemen companies in the middle these taking are the a people cut? People who get your royalties paid back to you. Mm. So you have to be re- registered with ASCAP, BMI. There's two other ones that are slipping my mind right. There used to only be three, and now there's a fourth one. Um, but they essentially are the royalty. They're the big industry that controls music copywriting and all that stuff, and they're the ones that are like making sure people get paid. Um, I see. So yeah, they are the industry and web three is going to have to go through that as well. Where it's going to get interesting Mm -hmm. is when we're able to disrupt that. Um, so when you're actually able to like, say, I don't even know how this would work. The more I think about it, because the way that, a lot of these things work, especially now that it's digital, is that uh, the companies basically just pay a fee to just use whatever music they want now, almost like Spotify. It's almost like you just I'm just going to pay you. And then if you catch things that, you know, that are I'm not paying for, let me know and I'll pay for those. But that's also where YouTube comes in with the DMCA, where like basically if you play someone else's song, they're essentially getting paid to ban you. Um, It's the same thing with pirating. So like pirating, your ISP doesn't care. Your internet service provider doesn't give a shit what you're downloading until Disney calls and says, Hey, customer just downloaded my shit. And then they send you that email that says, Hey, if you download Disney again, we're going to have to, disconnect you they don't care yeah you know what i mean <laughs> they only care when they're in trouble they only care when disney sense. can reach out and say we know who did it because now they can say well you know who did it too balls in your court yeah right do you want to be an enabler so okay here's your email <laughs> so yeah i will be getting into drm and ip very soon cool interested in that write-up but obviously maybe next week right <laughs> I don't know. I might try to hammer this one out. I, I'm supposed to publish today, but I might try to hammer it out, get it out tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see what I'm in for. Well, we got just short updates this week on the GMI side. Right? So yeah. maybe uh, yeah. could be a good night. Nothing lingering, no homework. I've got these damn mosaic tiles lingering. <laughs> After those. Oh, shoot. I forgot about those. All right. So I guess real quick, we'll run through these so we don't forget them. Um, Artist Summit, all of our messed up NFTs have been destroyed. Uh, half of the fresh new ones that have been correctly minted are pending disbursement. The other half will come probably by the weekend or, or over the weekend. We're working on them. Mosaic Tile Art Competition is tomorrow. We've been talking about this one for weeks. All we've got left to mint is the green tiles, and those turn off tomorrow as well. So if you're looking for green tiles... Now's the time. I saw cheapest one right now on the bazaars. I forget which shape, but 0.9 ghost. Oh, wow. So check that. See if that's maybe cheaper than or equivalent to the, the crafting cost. Wait, there's Might greens be. already up there? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. I thought I saw a green on there today. I thought... Green oh, diamond. Hmm. 
very strange. Ooh. I usually don't use a rolling chair for this because it's so noisy. That's why I started using the piano bench for podcasts. But uh, I'm in a rolling chair ah. and it's running over my... I'm, I'm making noise. <laughs> I was actually just... I don't think I can hear it. The uh, tweet to see what time we're supposed to get these damn things in. Oh, I know the event is 2 p.m. UTC. But I don't know the deadline for submitting items to the event. Uh, looking it up now. Okay, here we go. All submissions. Share tweet URL. Oh, okay. Tweet out your contest entry and tag Avagachi. Share tweet your URL and separate image of your tile design to gravy no later than 1159 EST today 927 so yes i have until just before midnight oof and i also have the polygons call i think in a couple of hours so i'm like so tight tonight it sucks yikes <laughs> but you gotta do what you gotta do it's all good stuff good stuff all good orgs yep yep i think i'm gonna do some tile deck writing tonight as well I need some grass, but I can do my idea without grass. It just doesn't look as good. Well, do like a little forest. That's actually interesting because uh, so the 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 community is voting on these, so really anything could happen. But in the beginning, someone asked if like grass and installations would count, and Coder Dan said, "Well, it's really about the mosaic tiles. It's not about the other things." Um, right but that doesn't mean that like using those things in a design wouldn't make it awesome exactly yeah i think that was even addressed it it wouldn't disqualify you right um it wouldn't be necessarily a negative thing but it's really about the mosaic tiles obviously because they're trying to push them limited edition items right that makes sense but yeah there's a lot of parcels out there you know, it's not going to hold it back because I'm sure the community is not keeping that in, in their minds. As yeah, well. one gold tile is not a deal breaker for me. <laughs> got a cool picture? There you go. Yo, there are some really awesome parcels that it's like, I don't know. They're coming the out hell. in a rush. I don't know how the hell I'm going to do what we're going to do because I just feel like a reasonable is not going to be able to handle what some of these spacious are, especially when you've got estates. Yeah. Come on, man. Like four spacious estates? Yeah, yeah. There's some cool ones. There's definitely some cool ones. And I think like a lot of people held out to the very end. There's a lot of fresh new designs popping up today, yesterday. Yeah, you're going to see mine They're going all coming up out of the woodwork. 11.58. You're going to see... <laughs> see? <laughs> yes, indeed. Wait, so... Yeah. Oh, shit. Maybe I will submit my forest. So no, I only <laughs> have till eleven because I'm in central yeah. time. Crap. Exactly. Yes. What time's polygons? Uh, Did you just make a huge uh, mistake? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Not uh, polygons is at nine. It's usually a pretty tight call anyway. Um. No, but Gerline didn't respond yet. So, and we're supposed to start mosaics in about fifteen minutes. Um. Oh, yeah, I'm about to drop you my wallet, Addy. Yeah, all right. So 
What else is going on? What else is going on? Oh, I see you added Governor. Governor Dow. That's going to be coming up this week. He's uh, A representative will be at the Dow call for that. Oh, I did not know that. I just I saw the intro in the Gachi Mafia chat, and I saw the post on the forum, and I started digging in. I'm a little bummed that Yannick's video is in Russian. I can't understand what he's saying, but good find, it sounds like. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, the guy was there at the Dow meeting the other day, but we were wrapping up, and he was like, uh, he was like, I can come back next week and talk about it, and yeah, I think he's going to be probably one of the first things that happens at the Dow call this week. Um, I don't know a whole lot about it, but it's definitely to help defeat the bots. That's what it sounded like to me. I, re- I think I got about a quarter of the way into it. I didn't read the whole thing yet, but it sounds like Governor Dow has a tried and true way to completely and permanently crush bots. That's quite a statement, so I'm looking forward to finding out the details. <laughs> There was a, actually, he was in a previous Dow call. I don't remember which one it was, but I do remember he came to a previous Dow call and explained a lot of it, but it was, it was pretty complicated. I'm not remembering it at the moment. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't think I would retain that either. If someone's got a big enough brain to squash bots and permanently and completely, that's probably above my pay grade. And there were a lot of questions. (laughs) I'll have to figure out what episode that was and maybe like maybe I'll find that before next week and we can talk about it. Uh, but yeah, there was, um, there were a lot of questions asked by coder Dan and the audience about different, you know, about their implementation. So it was pretty good and it'll probably be really good again this week, maybe even more in depth now that they've had some time to stew on it. Cause that was probably a couple months ago when the guy first, I don't recall. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then, um, you know, the big discussion over this week was turning off the bonding curve. <laughs> I was not at all in that discussion. I thought that was brought up a week or two ago as like, hey, maybe we should consider turning this off at some point. So, Is there action being put into place now? Okay, so there's two things on this. When it first got brought up, when Moon first posted it, it was like, you know, let's turn this thing off. And then days later, I think it was literally the Monday, like he might have posted that on a Saturday or a Sunday. And then on the Monday or Tuesday, Die comes out and says that they're going to DPEG intentionally. You know, they said we're not going to like peg to the dollar anymore. And so it was almost like perfect timing that this thing happened because the only reason to turn it off was to make Ghost go up and then to possibly use that die that we unbond from for other purposes. Yeah. But Thanks. um I just pulled that proposal up. Yeah. Emergency. Emerging already pulling out the emergency plan. Right. So now it's, and it's not emergency like do it now. It's an emergency like, hey, if we need to do this quickly, what's the plan? Yeah. And, um, you know, so it is kind of funny the way it laid out because it went from, well, let's let Ghost Moon to like, well, actually being pegged to die could be a very bad idea. (laughs) And 
the USDC risk being probably the bigger one, but Jared pointed out a few times that, uh, and this is true, if if Dai or if USDC starts blacklisting um, anybody, mm. then it's not just a problem for Dai or Ghost or Ave. It's a problem for everybody because everybody. A lot of people are relying on USDC and a lot of things are integrated with USDC. And regardless, like think about something like Curve, you know, with their stable pools. Like if one of those stables collapses, the whole thing is, yeah, like when you've got three stable coins in a pool and one of them collapses... What you happens? could collapse the entire <laughs> ecosystem 33 plus percent. Right. Like, yeah, pretty much. Like, it, it's, you know, Oof. when you think about money Legos and smart contract risk, we're already there. You don't have to do it. Meaning, like, you putting your money into sushi and then putting those LP tokens into Ave is smart contract risk. It is. Uh, the risk of if something happens to sushi or something happens to the coins in your pool, it affects the whole chain of things you've done. But DeFi's already done that without you. If USDC and DAI crash, there's no way Curve and Ave get out unscathed. Period. No way. Yeah, there's no way. Every, the entire ecosystem would take a hit. The same way that Luna goes down, everything goes down. Right. And I mean, Luna wasn't even tied into Ethereum. Luna went down and everything went down. And it's because that's just because our markets are so closely tied together. Like even Bitcoin took a hit on that. and Bitcoin didn't do anything. (laughs) Bitcoin's like, what do we have nothing to do with this? (laughs) I guess we're having a fire sale. So, um, so that is kind of like, to me, there's nothing we can do about that. Like if USDC tries to be compliant and, and ends up like blocking die or any, or ETH or anything else, it we're in more trouble than just ghost going down. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's a whole kneecap to DeFi. It's not, you know, my illiquid ghost will be the last thing I'm worried about. <laughs> If if everything collapses, yeah, you're right. It doesn't matter where it was. Doesn't matter where you had your. Is it in ghosts? Is it in Gachi? Is is it in Ave? Is it in Bitcoin? It doesn't, That's actually something. I'd rather keep it here and have some fun. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I told you this or not. I was telling somebody this. Uh, maybe my new roommate. I have a new roommate now for a little while. Um, yeah, hey, tell me that. So maybe I was talking about him with this, trying to explain some of this because he's not into Web three, DeFi crypto he doesn't know any of this crap other than what I, than what I tell him so um i was actually saying that it's kind of funny because say like if if avagachi or like say all of crypto went to zero would i would i still play avagachi would i still like mess around in this ecosystem and it's like well yeah because like what am i losing the matic is worth huge anything yeah exactly if the the matic isn't worth anything and the alchemic is not worth and nothing's worth anything what why would i not still it's still a video game it still does what it does um i don't think we'd see much ship i don't think we'd see any developments you know because obviously the team has to have an income right so i mean 
it would also rest on the idea that there's more to do than like right now. Cause you know, if it literally crashed tomorrow, I don't know if I would maintain my farm, but if, you know, if there was like awesome quests and adventures and things I could do, then I probably would continue because like, that's true. I'm already here. I already own the things I can already play the game. There's nothing to lose here by continuing. Um, but you know, like I said, this is under a doomsday situation and like all of crypto has just failed because of whatever, you know, I think the only way that that would be is if either somebody lets a quantum computer loose on like an existing SHA-256 or something, or the internet goes dark for the entire globe simultaneously. Then it's like, who doesn't matter. You could be a quadrillionaire, but if it's in a thing that needs to go over the internet, then you're SOL. Oh, Gerline finally messaged me. <laughs> She's like, when are we doing mosaic tiles? <laughs> oh, cool. I have uh, allow listed three parcels for you. Awesome. Appreciate Put it. Put the lending listing up for the gachi. You're, you're allow listed on that, so it's, it's safe where it's at. It's a free rental one hour, so make it quick. <laughs> <laughs> You can have it as long as you want. Channel the parcel. Or um, one of the parcels. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, wait, how do I know which parcels? Did you send me the names? I did at one show point. Show me all your parcels. It sure is. Hold <laughs> on just one second. Have this on a spreadsheet. New snip. Copy. There you go. So I DM'd it to you. Those are the three that were allow listed for borrowed gachis. Nice. And right after this call, I'll pop in. They all have just level one altars, and I think that's all that's on those spots. I might have a tile or a piece of grass or two, but I'll remove those right after the call. Cool, man. Yeah, we're gonna. I guess we're gonna get to work on making some tiles, and you know, I you have to meet with Hefe in five. Yep. Is that okay? Yep. Cool. Yeah, we kind of a short episode. We started a little late. My fault. But uh Busy week, Goobs. Thanks for coming. We appreciate the support. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're just listening in today, but man, it I know. makes it now I'm like wait, nice. shit. I'm gonna upload this episode and it's just like the first fifteen minutes is like me ranting about AI taking our jobs. <laughs> we'll be back next week. You know, it was a busy week. It's, it's whatever. Oh, is time gonna be changed? Do we need to announce a time change for next week? Are we airing at a different time to accommodate oh, your IRL? Think about that. Um, yes. That is something to think about. Uh, I guess I don't have a time change announcement now because I can't really predict it. Because the problem is, so I should be home every night about 7.30, which for me is half an hour from now. Um, so we could always start late if I was ready, but then I also I'm realizing that I have the Polygoons community call at nine. So then it would be Ooh, like, so that would be a back to back. That's not a good idea. So let's like, plan on not Tuesday, <laughs> and maybe record Monday. We could do one of those again. Shift at same time one day earlier. So I think my week is my. I think I'm gonna be like this for the next two weeks. Uh, like basically, I'm working. Until 7.30 for the next two weeks. So I say we do our forum show on Friday. And maybe we can do from A to Z on Sunday. Oh, wait. That would be... Twitter, Twitter spaces. Shit. 
Um, Oh yeah, all right. I got it, Goobs. I see it. Last minute chill here. There's a poker game. It is outside of the usual, like, buy your NFT access token thing. It's a ten ghost buy-in. All proceeds go to Thrax. Cool prizes. Check out the chat. Awesome. I got you, Goobs. <laughs> Excellent. Um, actually, you know what? We probably can do Monday. I didn't think about that, but. Monday, I have my podcast hatchery meeting in the afternoon, and then after that, I'm free. So we could probably do like, uh, what would be 8 p.m. Monday for you? So right, right now, yeah. 8 p.m. Monday for me would be 7 p.m. Monday for you. Correct. Good with that. Yeah, I have podcast hatchery from 5:30 to 6:30, and then that gives me, you know, a half an hour to whatever hang out yep, with that's you perfect. For- <laughs> that's perfect that'll give us time to go over the notes and prep whatever so yeah exactly. that'll work so next week that is what midnight Thanks, utc <laughs> that'll be that'll be eleven fifty nine p.m utc on monday october 3 yep starting at midnight which I believe technically begins tuesday october 4 UTC. you just reminded me too so my horror NFT series on Lens is going to begin Thursday. Thursday, this week, Thursday. This Two week, days from Thursday. now. Thursday. I will be dropping it's our first animated horror short. These are, it's an homage series. Um, How do you not plug this? I... <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we got it in here at the end. So yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's a what series? What did you say? What was that word? It is a horror homage series. So each okay, all right. is like a clip from a famous horror movie that Gerline has hand-drawn and hand-redone. Okay. And then I like had to cut the music for it, which sounds easy because you think I could just grab the scene from the movie and plug it in, but it, that's not how it works because obviously she's not animating the entire like what you know, she's doing an animated approximation. So there's actually some things that don't translate well. So, um, they're, they're shorter scenes. So I actually end up having to be quite creative in recreating a scene audibly so that it doesn't cut weird. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like a challenge. Horror homage series starting Thursday. Uh, be paying attention on lens and, I, I just thought about that because our first episode of October will be Monday. And so, hell yeah. Cool. Well, uh, we'll see you then. Thanks for coming out, Goops. Appreciate you. And if you're if you're available Monday, next week, Monday. I guess cool. I should Thanks. go ahead and update the calendar. <laughs> yeah, good idea. <laughs> Peace, friends.